Hey everyone, and welcome back to Radish DFS, Digital Fantasy Sports Talk. Broadcast live each Thursday at 12 noon Eastern in Twitter spaces at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. A show that breaks down everything happening in digital fantasy sports. If you love traditional fantasy sports but wonder where the innovation is, join us each week as we discuss strategies and recommendations for playing to win and the growing number of fantasy sports where you don't just play the roster, you own the roster. And now, without further delay, let's get to this week's DFS Talk, Digital Fantasy Sports. Welcome, everyone, to Radis Digital Fantasy Sports, DFS Talk, the only place to go when you're looking for answers on what to do in the world of digital fantasy sports. I'm Discord user Hefri, and I'm joining the Radish Roundtable this week to share my thoughts and my amazing picks for the Radish HDH Fantasy Baseball games that start on September 2nd. Thanks for that intro, Heffrey. And remember, folks, in addition to Home Team Heroes, Radish also covers So Rare and NFT Draft Fantasy Sports on the blockchain. So we're not just in the Block Packs ecosystem, we've spread out. But for this show, we're just going to focus on Home Team Heroes. In fact, Hef, I'm wearing my Home Team Hero shirt right now. Yeah, it looks good. It looks real good. Yeah. Yeah, so Hef, starting this week, the commenteer is going to have a giveaway of a box of HTH baseball. This morning is that Rody, who is our radish master, is he came out and he talked about who the big home team heroes are and who, who are the ones who are really performing right now. So he said Bomber and Harpoon, they're tied for the top spot. So tell me something, Hef, when you were setting your lineups this past week, were Bomber and Harpoon in most of your lineups? <laughs> uh, I would love to tell you, yes, they of course they were because I'm, um, you know, I, I could predict the future, but but just like anything in baseball, you just never know what's going to happen, right? So, I will say though that I think you know Harpoon has been coming on, right? And all of a sudden he's starting to hit the ball. The Phillies are playing really well. He's kind of a late season kind of guy. He's got that clutch in him. So I feel like, yeah, I put him in a few lineups. Bom- Bomber has. I don't think I've had him really. I've had him in a, sprinkled into a couple lineups because I do so many of them, but for the yeah. most part, I've kept him out of most things because I just he's too inconsistent. For me, so. And he's a cheater. Um, I'm kidding. But, um, <laughs> Fair enough. No, no, but you bring up a good point because um, when you look at these two individuals, Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge is a Mike Trout. When he, he's so for folks who don't follow baseball closely, big guys tend to get injured more easily and more often. Aaron Judge is actually an exception. He doesn't get injured because. He's unathletic. He actually is. He's a Mike Trout gamer. He's crashing into walls. He's hurting himself that way. But Jordan Alvarez, granted, I don't follow every game, but he's he's the prototypical big guy who just never stays healthy. And he doesn't seem like he's always out there, you know, doing all these different type of fitness things, you know, year round the way Aaron judges. So I get nervous, which Jordan Alvarez has been on. He's on my ESPN fantasy. Like he's been on the DL a couple times this year. And then Bryce Harper is he's got a bad back and you know, Harper's not young anymore. So when you start getting older, it's like, so that's the only, I did, I did recommend last week, folks put Harpoon on their fantasy. I dipped down to, let's see, last week he was number 16. And I said, you got to put number 16 on your team. So I'm proud of that recommendation. Of course it doesn't show up in the rankings, but let's talk about the folks who are moving up and down. So Heffrey, the person moving up the most this week is gold miner. Are you surprised about that? Yeah, I'm actually. I mean, you look at the Cardinals are a mess, right? So the hard the hard part is he's an he's an older player too. So it's when are they going to start to substitute him out of the lineup a little bit and give other people some looks because they're not going anywhere, right? That's right. what scares me about a lot of these guys who are on teams that don't that aren't playing for anything. Is are they going to start to give up a bat to 
younger guys or different guys and that kind of thing. So, for, but he's, I mean, obviously a great ball player, MVP candidate, a lot of, you know, many years. So, you know, it's, he's going to have weeks where he just starts to hammer a baseball, but I just can't count on that consistency because I don't know if he's going to be in the lineup. Well, and then let's talk, let's talk about Gavler is that he actually moved down two spots. And there were a couple of folks who moved down two spots. Gavler was one of them. Now he still managed to get eight runs, six hits, five home runs and mm-hmm. eight um, RBI, no stolen base, although he is a threat to steal. Um, and so for him is that, I mean, that those are pretty good numbers, but he still managed to move down two spots, which is amazing. So yeah. going into this week, do you think Gavler's heating up or are you not going to play him because he really has no lineup protection? Yeah, that's exactly how I, I would. I mean, I have him like written down as like, will he play enough or will he get enough quality at bats, right, for that exact reason? And in addition to that, too, like to your point, those numbers are great but strip away that one game, right? Because it's a three home run, six RBI game. Yep. You know, and that's still good. Two bombs and two RBI. That's two two bombs and two RBIs, right, the rest of the week. So you have to kind of – you have to – he's going to have a game like that, though, right? So, like, those are those are the those are the ones where you, like, you wish you would have him in the lineup is when he does stuff like that, when he goes three for four with two bombs and four RBIs and that kind of thing. But it's hard to count on that stuff for sure, especially, again, when they don't have much to play for. And you bring up a good point if you remove that one game. So his average over the last week was um, 222. So definitely, you know, he's usually a decent average hitter too. So mm-hmm. he's not hitting there as well. Right. All right. Anybody else you want to mention? Like, well, and we should just mention Giga went, went, went down one on the HTH leaderboard. Lightning Rod went down one on um, – mm-hmm. so Giga went, went up is Lightning Rod um, – hold on. I'll get this right. Lightning Rod mm-hmm. is up one. Gigawet is down one. Chosen is up one. We've got Snow Bear down one, which is – and actually, let's touch on Snow Bear real quick. He makes me nervous, which is he's got power. He's always up there in the leaders yeah. for home runs. But his average over the last week, he's hitting 105. He's below the Mendoza line. He's yeah. got zero runs, two hits, zero home runs, one RBI, and no stolen base. That's insane. I That's mean – Yeah. That there's no production coming out of Snow Bear. And remember, he's in the top 10 of HDH. So yeah. he's a pretty good season. Yeah. You think he's checked out? Like that's the end for him? Like bad team checked out, 30 games to go? Well, you know, it's and you bring up a good point, which is the Mets were sellers at the trade deadline. So he lost a lot of his protection. But one of the things that happened, I didn't realize until I was preparing for the show, but he took a pitch to the head, neck area on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So one of the things in baseball, right? is that there's not much transparency. We love What do we love about Home Team Heroes? Transparency. All on the blockchain. That's what we love about these things. Not so much in Major League Baseball. They, okay. they tend to hide information, right, because they don't want their opponents to yeah. plan their, their starting pitching, their, their lineups versus a team that they know is going to be fundamentally different if the star is out. So for Snow Bear is that taking a pitch to the head, neck area, I mean, he's cleared of concussion protocol. But, right. but to your point, they're out of contention. Why are you going to take your star and risk him? So, is he? Are there lingering health effects? All right, then let's finish up the injured list uh, roundup. So, we also want to talk about Lightning Rod. He had a nerve issue in his foot, which I don't know if you saw this because it was mm-hmm. just yesterday. He didn't play yesterday. Did you see that, Hef? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday was not playing because they had a Thursday day off. For folks who aren't big baseball fans, but managers will do a lot whenever they have an off day. They'll give that player the day off on one side of it. 
So that way they can get two days off yeah. without only having to pay one. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. And then, of course, wonder is there's no update to his crime investigation. So he hasn't been cleared. He hasn't been charged. But so at this point, you're not going to start him. Then we've got Bionic, who, you know, I mentioned this, I think, last week. Since being diagnosed with plantar fasciitis to his left foot in late May, late May, he was quoted as saying, every step is a struggle. And, I mean, you follow baseball half. So Correa is... I, he's a he, former Astro, so I, I don't like him, but he's a much better player than the one you're seeing on the field right now. And again, he's below the Mendoza over last week. Yeah, he's kind of hit with the injury bug quite a bit too, though. He's a guy you can't really count on either to, to stay in the lineup, even though he's a really good ball player for sure. Yep. And for then sure. to, to finish it up, we've got War God, who's there's they're not going to rush him back. He's got a hand issue. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't come back this year. And then Botto, he, um, he he's left shoulder put him on the il and of course he's sitting there in 24th on the leaderboard so yeah. now that he has injury issues there's no reason but you know a little bit of cause for celebration miguel cabrera has three home runs now i know so, he's in the ball yeah i know it's coming together yeah um, sure. anything you want to mention uh Hefrey, about last week's players or about the injured or folks that um you know that have concerns for you coming out injured or yeah or no I think, you know, and it, it's kind of into segueing of like what we like this week. It's just, I'm, you know, it's as, as the season drags on, it's like those older guys who have nothing to play for to your point about transparency, who knows what they're dealing with from an injury standpoint and how hard they've been playing all year. And then all of a sudden, are they going to start to back themselves off to say, okay, there's not much left in this season. Do I really want to give my full, full bore effort here to, to finish these last 30 games versus Younger guys or guys that are playing for something, they're going to be in the lineup every day. So that's what you can kind of count on. And that's kind of how, you know, I position myself moving into this week's, you know, selections because I don't, I don't want to pick guys who I'm concerned may or may not be nailing it in. Right. So that's yep. kind of the, the, the point, you know, is, is finding somebody who we can be, who we can count on, right, to be in the lineup. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking about who we can count on to be in the lineup, let's get to this week. So right. let's talk about who's going to be your, who's going to be your captain this week. And it is so hard to not put Matata in that role every single week, right? Like he's, he's incredible. I mean, the things he does, even when he's not hitting the ball well, uh, he's doing other things, gets on base, steals bases, changes the game. And he's in the lineup spot or the leadoff spot every, every game. Like you can't, I don't know. He's just, he's a, he's a, a unicorn in baseball, in my opinion. It's a joy to watch him play, and so it's it's really fun to put him in the captain spot because he, he'll always come through for it. Even if he's not the top guy every week, he's going to be right up there. I don't know that he's ever probably been below. I don't know. You have the numbers, but is it, I mean, eight or nine maybe is the lowest he's probably ever been. Actually, I, I, we'll have to go back, and uh, we'll have to have Elias look that up and let us know. Um, <laughs> there you go. He, he definitely, playing in Colorado, benefited him. Um, but what's crazy to me is he needs one more home run to notch the first 30-60 season in Major League history, 30 yeah. home runs, 60, which I, I'm actually surprised Ricky Henderson didn't do it. Um, I know, because, right? I mean, Ricky had that pop at leadoff. So, but for, for the past week, Matata was six runs, 10 hits, one home run, five RBI, three stolen base, incredible stolen base threat, and yeah. 370 batting average. So I will agree with you, Hep. Actually, I'm saying you got to put Matata as your – as your captain, because who does he have this week? It's, you you can tell me if I'm wrong, but okay, first of all, he only has six days, so he's got one day off. There's a couple yeah. of folks in our lineup, like Showtime, seven days. Gigawit, seven days. Um, Ram, seven days. 
So there are a couple of folks who have no days off this week, and they're going to have that extra day of production that's going to benefit those heroes. So you got to take that into account. But looking at Mataka, he's facing the Dodgers, St. Louis, and Pittsburgh. So the fact that he gets to face St. Louis and Pittsburgh, two teams not going anywhere. I mean, how can the Matata, you know, magic stop now? I mean, Dodgers will be a bump, but when do you picture him to 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 feast on St. Louis and Pittsburgh? Yeah, you, you would you would think for sure. I mean, I I think he feasts on everybody, and I also think like even in, I know that I know the Dodgers are. Uh, strong pitching team and everything but i also think those are big games right i mean that's an nlcs that's what that's yeah. the dream, right that's who it's going to be it's a great point so you know there's going to be they're going to be up for those games and so he's going to be at his highest and he's going to be in the lineup so that so those games i think he'll actually perform pretty well as well so i think yeah those are good three three really strong matchups that's why you got to put them at the top yeah do it. All right, who's your next? Who who next do you recommend to be on your I team? Mean, so the reverse of that, right? Talking Dodgers, right? It's got to be Gambler for me. I mean, the guy again uh, is just is a stud. Like he he shows up every day. He plays plays well. Um, you know, it's Mookie Betts, right? So the guy the guy is the guy's the guy's a great ball player. Um, you know, they've got some pretty favor. They're always favorable matchups. Their lineup is stacked one through nine, right? So he's got tons of protection and. And uh, they play on a great team, and they've got and they've got stuff to play for, right? So he's got to play. So um, that's why he's he's always going to be he's going to be in the bulk of any lineup that I put out there. Yeah. So I again I agree with you. You got to have Gambler on your team. Last week he had 16 hits. That's insane. I mean, getting yeah. 200 hits in a season is special. I mean, you're getting 16 hits in one week, and his his average was 533 last week. Insane. Yeah. So it's just a question of those teammates of his getting on base, which they're starting to do much more regularly. Um, yeah. So I, I agree. Let's let's get him on. And again, he's facing weak competition. He hits Atlanta, yep. which is not going to be easy. But then he's got Miami and Washington. Yep. So again, great opponents for a great hitter to face and feast yeah. on. Great. Who, who's your next one? All right. So my next guy, I'm going to go. We got to disagree. We got to disagree. I know. I was going to say we've got to find somebody we disagree on. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Cowboy next, um, and uh, the reason I'm going with Cowboy is is actually mostly I mean he's had a great season as well, but uh, the the Rangers have a lot of tough games coming up and they have a lot to play for, right? So they got I think it's you tell me if I'm wrong, but it's like I think they have the Twins, the Astros, and the A's as their next three opponents. I think it's something like that, and if that's you know. The, those games matter a whole whole bunch to them, and they're struggling a little bit as a team. But you know they they've got they've got to win, and so he's going to be again going to be in the lineup, right? So that's what's that's what matters. And he's he hits the ball and he hits for power. He's he's you know he's an all around. He's he's there. I think between him and Garcia, he's there. They're there two big bats in the lineup, and they're going to try to count on those guys to get. You know to get some key wins in these this week so that's why he's got to be in my lineup for me yep yep i show minnesota houston and oakland i think that's what you said all right yep. so see so you're you're wrong on the cowboy but we'll let that go who's the next Great. person you put in your lineup all right next one will be lightning rod and again trying to find guys who have who have big games who have something to play for right i know the nerve thing in his foot's a little concerning he had a couple of days i think I can't remember if the week before he had a, missed a couple of days too. I think that might have been just an illness or something like that. But I feel like if the guy can play, he's going to be in the lineup, and if he's in the lineup, he's going to do some damage. And and I think you know they, I think they have the Yankees, the 
the Reds and maybe Tampa Bay, which which is a little tricky. But again, just finding guys who have to play well in big parts of the season who are going to get at bats. The guy's amazing, um, and you know I think the, the Mariners are are hot, right? So they're they're starting to play good baseball. Yeah, I feel like he's a guy that's gonna that's gonna you know continue to play well. Yep, and I show um, uh, that for the past week he had let's see he had six runs, ten hits, three home runs, eight RBI, two stolen base, and a five hundred average, which yeah. is that's that's insane. So. I'm going to disagree with you just because of the injury. I think that Seattle's coming on strong. I think the lineup's firing. They can, they can afford to let him rest a couple days. More importantly, they want him in September. So if if the first couple of days of September they can do without him so they know they have him for the rest of the September, I think that's what they want. They also want him, and if they make the playoffs, they're going to need him in the playoffs because they're not that strong of a team. So they will need him. So I you got to get to that. You know, there's an old saying, you got to get there first. That's but, right. But, but I mean, it's – so that's why I'm actually – one, lightning rod is so hot. I think most people are going to play him. And because of his foot issue with the nerve, I'm going to say – and we, we as of this taping, we don't know if he's actually going right. to – he's going to play on Friday. So I'm saying so, don't start him in your lineup. So for you, though, if, you be, if he was healthy, if he was healthy and he didn't – there was no yeah. worry about this, yeah. you put him in there. Yeah, 100%. 100%. There's no way I couldn't. That's so. right. Yep. In fact, the, he was my captain this past week. Oh, wow. See, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Yep. Good All right. What's, what's your next one? All right. My last one is uh, is probably going to surprise you, uh, but I'm going with it just mostly on the matchups. It's Vampire. Um, I know. So you're shaking your head. It's ridiculous. I know. You're like, what is this guy doing? You got to have one guy in your lineup, right? You know this. You play fantasy sports. You got to have how everybody else is going to be have the same five people. So how are you going to set yourself apart? You got to have the one guy nobody else has, and that's going to be vampire. And that's mostly just because he gets for our week. I guess he gets two games against Colorado, then he gets the then he gets Oakland, and then he gets Kansas City. And again, Toronto's playing for something. He's going to be in the lineup. Um, and the hope is because they have to play for something, he actually decides to to put a, a full effort yeah. series of games together and, and really and really make a difference. So again, it is it is a risk for sure, hundred percent risk, but the reward could be pretty big. Yeah, and for last week, uh, Vampire had four runs, eight hits, two home runs, seven RBI, no stolen base, and two fifty average. So respectable. Not enough to win a fantasy league, but respectable. And so certainly he's not in a in a cold snap. So he's not in a drought. So he could be, to your point about hitting Colorado and a couple other things. But as we were talking before we went on air, I get nervous with Vlad because he's lazy. And so he's not known as a hard worker. And so I never want to put my faith in folks like that. So I, I'm, I'm going to let you have your vampire. All right. All right. So we... So real quick, I'll go through mine. Matata, yeah. got to be gambler, uh, got to be the captain. Gambler, we already talked about that. Agree on that one. So I'm curious about why you did not choose chosen. So he's on. It's funny. He's on my list, and it literally, as I was thinking about it, it says maybe. And the reason it's maybe is because again, they I don't know that they have anything to play for, and so that always scares me a little bit. Like, are they? So there was kind of a little bit of that black I know he's a, he plays hard and everything but I think he also has a tendency to take some some time off or take a little bit of the lackadaisical approach when yeah. there's not much to play for or the spotlight's not on him 
that's why yeah. I did. That's why I left him out because of because of who he plays for, not because of who he is. Right. Well, and he faces San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Houston. So certainly Houston, which I think it's only one game with Houston, the Friday game at the end of the week. Yeah. Um, San Francisco is actually really trying. They're they're trying as hard as they can right now. So that will be a a, a decent opponent. Philadelphia. Yeah is i mean they're doing okay but they're still i think i checked i think they're under I, they're okay they're not really great and they're not really horrible but right. so it's not like he has a weak lineup he's facing and last week he only did two runs six hits a homer and three rbi which he could do that in one day yeah. except six hits and he's only batting 273 but you know why because he's on a five game hit streak and there was a 19 game homerless drought and that's huge for juan soto and coming out of that, he's hit in five straight games. So I think I think the power is going to come. The fact that he went 19 games without a home run, he hit one. He's now hitting every game. He's seeing the ball better. So yeah. I'm going with chosen. All right. Yeah. yeah, predicting the future. I like it. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm trying to take care of uh, the radish cabal. So chosen, that's for you, Rody. Next one up is like going to be Ram for Joe Zane, which okay. is he's going for Ram. He was never a thought in your head, was he? He actually was, and it's so funny, like. You so we're not we're not far off we're not far off because what I wrote down here was I wrote the words on my list I have a list because I had to make one it says hot H O T because that's what he is so but it's just he's been so far down on the list for many weeks in the season it's hard to count on somebody who just hasn't who hasn't been up there and I know that's what you're saying about vampire for me so so I'll disagree with you about Ram but but I understand why you're putting him in there for sure yeah. And it's, we'll see. I mean, he's facing Tampa Bay, Minnesota, and the Angels. And he hit over the last week, five runs, seven hits, three home runs, four RBI, three stolen base. So he's doing a little bit of everything. And he had that altercation with Timmy Anderson, and he clearly became unfocused, yeah. and it showed. And he was not playing well. So the question is, is he heating up now and understand that his team needs him? And this yeah. is this is the time to shine. So, yeah. I mean, Ramirez is probably the most undervalued superstar in the league. He plays for a small market team, and people don't appreciate him enough. So we'll yeah. see if he pays me back. All right. Yeah. And then the next one I'm going to go with is my pick from last week. I'm going to go with Harpoon. And he faces Milwaukee, San Diego, and Miami. So mm -hmm. Milwaukee's doing okay. San Diego, as you said, isn't going anywhere. Neither is Miami. Um, so he had, in the last week, he had seven runs, 11 hits, three home runs, nine RBI, and he had a 500 batting average. And – can he keep that up again? His back issues is like he never seems to be able to keep it going and going. But looking at some of the footage, he looks like he's having fun. Like, yeah. I actually think he's having no health concerns. And so, I'm gonna roll the dice. I will say, Gold Miner was a very I, I was torn between Ram and Gold Miner. So, I have Matata as my, as my captain, and then I have Gambler, Chosen, Ram, and Harpoon. And I really thought about switching Ram and Gold Miner out. But to your point about St. Louis not going anywhere is that I was nervous about that. Cincinnati has something to play for. Atlanta has something to play for. Pittsburgh will be an easy opponent. But to your point also is this is St. Louis has to start bringing up their young talent. The Yankees are bringing up Dominguez today to start for them. I know. So it's, that yeah. It's crazy, right? And so why would you not? This is where Goldschmidt is going to start getting a day off every three days because right. they won't arrest him. So I'm not going to take that chance. Nope. You can't do that. You know, and that's, yeah, I think, you know, it, I think between our all of our picks, I feel like we're we're actually pretty close in our justification for the guys that we have on there. We just picked different guys. So it'll be interesting to see my name above yours when when we finish all of this. And but hopefully they'll all be it'll be close. And hopefully we'll, a second place finish for for you will be will be good. So 
Well, I want to thank you, Heffrey, for joining us today, which is your insight. I love the fact. How many years have you been playing fantasy baseball? Oh, my gosh. Fantasy sports in general. I don't know. Maybe from the first time. I, I, I can't even remember. High school. And then when FanDuel and DraftKings came out, I might have been one of the first people that tried the, that platform. So I've been around, around it for a long time. Wow. Well, we couldn't ask for a better uh, first guest picker to be on the Radish Roundtable. So thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was really fun. Really fun. All right. And just a reminder to everybody, if you're going to play Radish HDH Fantasy Baseball, which why would you not? Because this week in the comments here, here are the rules. You can enter one team. You have to own the the home team heroes and the person who wins the commenteer will receive one box of home team hero baseball from block packs. So we appreciate them partnering with us on that. That's going to be it for this week. We appreciate everybody tuning in and just remember um, we'll come to you live every Thursday with the alpha you want on home team hero radish fantasy baseball. So you know who to put in your lineup when that first pitch happens on Saturday. That's when the roster lock. Thanks everybody. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Radish DFS, Digital Fantasy Sports Talk. Broadcast live each Thursday at 12 noon Eastern in X Spaces at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. We want to thank you, the listener. A special thanks to those in the audience who raised their hand, came on stage, helping to make Radish Digital your home for a community. Radish Digital, curating digital content for you while providing breaking and fantasy sports on the blockchain. That's it for this show. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.